Hi. Hello. Hello. How you doing? So good. Welcome back to the Wine About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals. And best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. It's not all glitter and rainbows. Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes, midwife at a busy birth center and home birth practice. I'm Meredith Rout, also a midwife at the same home birth practice. And I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and also a birth assistant with you guys at our fabulous out-of-hospital practice. Guys, I'm in such a good mood right now. Yeah, you are. Same. I've had the best births. Well, listen, just so many births. Not me. You had so many births. So many. And this morning was like magical and then now i have wine because yes. nikki's on call and we're together and it's just we're like, gonna barbecue i can't remember the last time we hung out when you weren't on call it's been a really long time i know i've I had one great. of the craziest weeks of my whole life so i'm just so happy to be here feeling peaceful with you guys mm-hmm. i'm really so glad you've peaceful. slept <laughs> i finally have slept <laughs> it was magical so the universe and i have this like we're on such good terms right now because everyone oh everything just like keeps this is just like dun, dun. i know you, dun, must be, dun, dun. you must be getting all the good universal vibes right now <laughs> well i had that really long we had that really long birth together which we're going to talk about today that mom is abnormally powerful strong. and strong i don't even Ugh. know i don't know how she did I, it. I don't know how she did it but then i feel like we say that a lot but like truly but truly, i've had two births that was just like she just had her baby two days ago mm-hmm. and i've had two births since then and one was someone that i really wanted to attend it was our fir- fourth baby together that i was like terrified i would miss it was yeah. beautiful and it was just like the universe is like oh you need sleep you can sleep for eight hours and then they will call you. And I'm like, how, how is this happening? See, the universe did not do that to me. <laughs> you also well, did it to yourself. Jess. Are you giving thanks every day? Like I suggested you do time, time I ago. I am ish. Okay. No, but so part of it was my fault. Um, but so I, I went to Key West and I had in my window or whatever one I had a prime up who had hired me after I had booked my trip and I was like surely she's not gonna have her baby at 38 and surely one or not 38 and no. two do you First know how many time times mom? we've said this when you go out of town though and it's kicked our asses so I don't think we're actually allowed to say that anymore true no so I'm in Key West and let's just say um I did not sleep a lot in Key West like the bars are open till five you, I you just, made a really good friend. Yeah, I did. I met a girl who was staying in the hotel with me, and we ended up hanging out the whole time. I may or may not have fallen off my bike one time. <laughs> yeah, that's a great story. Literally my favorite story <laughs> of you of all time. I got to see your scar a little bit more today, too. I'm so sad I missed that fall. <laughs> I guess I'll tell it real quick now. Yeah, that's that good. You have to tell it. So I'm hanging out with this girl named Christy, and this is the first night we've ever met. And so we go to the first bar, which happens to be Irish Kevin's, because that's my favorite bar. Favorite bar. And so, you know, I'm there. I'm drinking. I'm doing my thing. And she's like, we go to go to the next bar, which is going to be a karaoke bar. Oh, and nice. And as we're walking out of Irish Kevin's, she goes, um, are you sure you're fine to, like, ride your, <laughs> ride your you're bike? You're like, girl, I'm a veteran Key West biker. I got this. And, uh, <laughs> so I was like, I'm totally fine. I do this all the time <laughs> every time i come and here. like we did witness her crush this last time so yeah you were she's fine right, she we normally went. does really yes. well excuse me officer <laughs> yeah where, where's the pizza thank you for your service <laughs> thank so you anyway, for helping me find pizza <laughs> i was totally fine we bike ride all the way to the next bar we get to the next bar she stops her bike 
I go to stop mine and I look at her and I go, see, I told you I'd be totally fine. And I go to put my foot down and my foot misses and I just go, (laughs) (laughs) I fall flat on the ground. But I just want to say like, you don't usually overdrink. No. I will overdrink. You Except have, not when you you're with us because you're too panicked. Right, to I panic. <laughs> but I'll get drunk and act like a fool. Oh, yeah. Somehow, I will definitely overdrink. And, and Meredith also does the same. Mm-hmm. But Jess usually doesn't drink that much. Like, mm-hmm. she'll just drink, like, a drink. And we'll, and we'll all, like, Drunk have, Jess just gets a little manic. Like, drunk that's really Jess, it. So you must have you must have drank more than usual if you fell off your bike. Lately, lately, um, Drunk Jess gets a little manic. But, no, I actually don't blame it on the fact that I was drinking. Like, it didn't help. His damn but sidewalk. My seat was still a little high, and so you know, I misjudged the distance. I don't. I don't know. I thought I could put my foot flat on the ground, and I had to actually like get on my toe. And so when I went to put it, it was just like I'm on the ground now. <laughs> and she was like, "You got the beautiful scabs to show." She goes, "Oh my god, are you okay?" <laughs> and I like jumped up like in like a quarter of a second. I was like, "It's totally fine." And of course, you've been drinking, so you don't really feel it until the next yeah. morning. You're like, like "Ooh, look away! <laughs> yeah. Look away!" <laughs> and she she was afraid to laugh at me at that moment because she had literally just met me. But then after she got to know me better, she literally laughed about it the entire I rest of the trip. I would have died. <laughs> well, also, like, we're imagining you, like, bleeding, walking into the bar. But, of course, you're you and you don't bleed. So, like, yeah. you just, like, walk in looking That's totally normal. I'm bleeding like you wouldn't believe right now. <laughs> me, too. We're finally synced. synced Girl, don't even, like, make me overshare day. about your beautiful period I habits said, on I our podcast we, we right now. Our, you're not allowed our, to complain. We turned our uteri into a uterus. Yes. <laughs> Speaking so. of blowing things up. Or looking away. <laughs> yes. Speaking of looking away. I love how like we don't even have to be going to birth anymore to get these texts. Like it's just all the time now. <laughs> so I went to a birth this morning. Which fucks up which all of your digestive. Yeah. So I got caught like five or whatever. But um, I didn't have any. Co- I didn't have time to make coffee. So I just reheated in my microwave. Like, <laughs> oh, 24 no. hour coffee. Uh-oh. I drank it on the way. And then when I got there, he was like, do you want coffee? And I'm like, oh, my God, I do. I'm pretty sure there's some like really gnarly chemical changes that happen in there coffee are. over 24 if work, hours. If you work for Starbucks, they teach you all about it. Yeah. Huh. So but I made it through the birth. Totally fine. And then we had this barbecue today and I was like, I'll stop at Food Lion on the way <laughs> and just grab some things. And I start to walk into Food Lion. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Thank God you're at I'm Food not, Lion. <laughs> I'm not going to make it out of Food Lion. So I'm like, I'm running through Food Lion, I'm throwing all these things in the cart, like all the kids' school stuff, everything we need for today. And then I'm like texting you guys, guys, I'm about to blow up the Food Lion. I love like how no matter how bad a shape where we always can take time to text each other about it. Anytime we're about to have explosive poop, we text. So I, so I like, I try to I'm just imagining like squidging down the aisle like because I didn't want to go to the bathroom because it was out of the I wanted to do it all in order so I waited until I got all the way through Food Lion and then I was like my whole cart was full and I'm like walk normally do not your draw sh- attention your, your OCD turned into a poo CD <laughs> it was a complete poo CD so I like I'm like pushing the cart as fast as I can, and in my mind I'm like, all you have to get is gogurts. That is the last <laughs> aisle. You could totally go to the bathroom first because then you get the whole gogurts on the way back out. Oh my god! I thought you were totally like I have to prove myself. I know I, I did. Every single and so item. there's a a guy that works there standing there, and I'm like, 
fucked up. And I slowly, like, I slowly ease my cart into that area. Keep it but cool, really, keep I'm it like, cool. if you don't move faster, you're going to shake yourself. Seriously, you're going to shake yourself. But he was talking to me. Oh, Can you no. imagine if, like, our brains had that, in- that movie Inside Out? Can you imagine all of the characters in our brain? Like, at that point, they were all running. Yes. <laughs> they were all running in circles. And, like, OCD can would yes. be, like, dragging her ass across. <laughs> like, no. like a dog expressing like its anal glands for, for the gogurt. Like, no. oh. just getting some gogurts. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Release the bowels. And so I park my cart, and the guy, like, I think he was about to go into clean because he, like, oh, no. and I was like, Mor- morning. <laughs> I ran in, and I was like, oh my god, okay, oh my god, and I pooed and I flushed. Same time, didn't <laughs> matter. It. it didn't matter. The smell just took over the bathroom. It's like someone lit a bomb and threw it. It's like it was going like, sinking like underneath was, the oh, underneath the door, like so, wafting. It was so did bad. Did it infect your gogurts outside the bathroom? <laughs> Possibly. Well, I didn't get the gogurts yet. I didn't get those on the way out. But it was one of those times where I was like, I knew the guy was outside. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to poop trapped. and I'm going to be out so fast. It'll be like poop out. He won't even know that I pooped, but it was one of those 400 wipers. Oh God, I hate those. I was so, what's a 400 wiper? What's what do you mean? Oh, I got, the poop. I got to use like got a whole to- toilet roll. Yes. And you just I was like, is that a type of toilet paper? It's like, where is it even coming from? So also I was like. I was like trying to hurry up to get out of there. So they, yes, I pooed and I was laughing and I was texting you guys at the same time. Like some sort of like, I hope there was no splatter, the gif or whatever. And so then I was like, if I just, I'm just going to wipe and get out of here. He won't know anything happened, but I ended up wiping like 40 times. (laughs) And by the 40th time I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Jesus guys. How many times do I have to wipe my ass? You should just carry around your Perry bottle and save yourself. I know, but then I started laughing again because i was like yelling at myself <laughs> while wiping myself like a child so then i'm like i get out and i'm washing my hands and i step out and he's standing there and i was like what's hey. up <laughs> i'm just i was just gonna get some gogurt <laughs> no you did not it was a walk of shame poop just, style just gonna, I, was gonna, I was gonna get some gogurt <laughs> well good morning that was fun. So then I got my gogurts and I left. Yeah, you did. But that was unfortunate. You earned those gogurts. I did. It was horrible. So the whole point of that story was you went to a birth <laughs> this morning. Yes. <laughs> but, and here I am. But we missed out on the fact that, so I did not sleep a lot in Key West and I was super, super, super tired. Oh, when yeah, you got you were called to that birth. <laughs> you were so I was just laid down and you were like, hopefully I get a few hours, yeah. but they called you an hour later. And I don't think I've ever been, like my body was so out of whack when I got home from Key West. Like, I don't think I've ever been so tired. And um, yeah, so they called me to the birth and I was like, okay, I got this. I can totally do this. Maybe it'll go fast. Did not go fast. No. It's, no. It was it like was the it was like in a dream when a bear is chasing you and you uh-huh. think you're running fast, but really it's, it's in just slow motion. <laughs> and so we can start <laughs> telling that as our first birth story of the week because what we're doing is we're telling interesting stories. Yeah. And luckily we've had we a lot had. of interesting ones recently. And the reason why this one was interesting was because we keep doing this thing where we talk about something on the podcast and literally it happens magically. We'll say like, oh, this never happens. And, and then I the next just week said, it happens. 
I said, and it was weird because on the way to their birth, I yeah. was listening to that episode of the podcast. I know she's paying attention. And so I was like, oh no, because I said, well, since we changed our prom protocol, yeah. I have literally chanced for not a single person. And I was like, oh shit. So I texted you. <laughs> uh-huh. I was like, I just want you to know that I just said this on the podcast and that's exactly what's happening. I did it. Yep. So, so basically I had, and of course Justin and I were like, no, that's not going to happen. I did Damn not it. think this, she was going to go into labor cause she was a prime up. She was like 38 and two. So I was actually talking to Kim cause she had an appointment with Kim the last day I was in Key West. And, um, so she, so then the girl texts me and it's like the afternoon on Monday and she goes, I just left my appointment and my water broke. And so that I'm Could like, not believe it. I text Kim and I'm like, good God, everything that's holy in the world. What are the freaking chances? It's so weird. I'm like, yes. it's because I just said mm-hmm. prom never happens. I never transfer anyone. Yes. And so I'm like, okay, great. Um, I'm going to be home in exactly 24 hours, but I will let the backup know and we will figure it out. You can do do this, this, and this. You have 96 hours now because the protocol has been changed. Um, Well, when I went to check on her the next day, because spoiler alert, she did not go into labor. She did not go into labor. And so I went to see them the next day and I said, you know, sometimes if you're really holding out for someone or something, you won't go into labor. And he goes, oh, she's waiting for Jess. And I was like, I knew it. So then I was texting you, get on your damn plane. (laughs) I got on my damn plane. But then they still took their damn time after I got back from my damn plane. I know. Which I was glad because I got a little bit of sleep. Not a lot, but a little bit. Um, And she just. Yeah. So. Unbelievable. So then I actually slept the first night I was back-ish. I had trouble sleeping because I was so tired I couldn't even sleep. And so the next day I tried to relax. And so I didn't get called until 10 o'clock at night the next night. So I go over there. Which is crazy. Yeah. I go over there. We end up laboring all night. We transferred to the center at like... While you labored all night. Huh? I I slept. Yes, you did. All night. Yes, you did. All night long. Because oh, I didn't call. No. We didn't go to the center until like early morning. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think I got there until five. Yeah. So I slept till like four. Because I know she called me in at ten at night, right as I was laying down. I didn't sleep. realize that when I came to the center later. Yeah. I did not realize you were up all night doing that. So we labored all night, and and that's where that video came from that yes. I took and posted. Of Jess <laughs> I love that video. <laughs> yes, and this was like a special edition of sleep deprivation because I was still so sleep deprived for my trip. Um, but then like we labored the whole next day and it was just like contractions were going, but they just weren't going enough. That is not what you said. It was really interesting to watch you guys. Cause you would come down from the birth room and be like, yeah, it's going, going great. Making progress, doing great. And I'd like go look at Kim and she's like, no, but, no, but there was, because when we first transferred to the hospital thing or not the hospital, when we first transferred to the center, like her contractions were seeming really good. And as we were getting to go in the car, I texted Kim and I was like, God damn it. I swear her contractions slowed just from us trying yeah. to get in the car. Yeah. And so we go to the center and they were still slowed. And Kim had not been able to find her cervix like the day before. Uh Oh, are we allowed to share that? <laughs> well, I mean, the thing was that I don't that has happened to me one. Well, twice in the last since I started feeling cervixes. 
It happens to me a lot more than it does not happen to me. To you. It never happens to me. So just her body wasn't ready. Like yeah, she, her water broke and then nothing. Her yeah. but her body wasn't ready, so I couldn't like, get it to her cervix. Try and start, and then it wouldn't. Yeah. So when we got there, her cervix was still super, super posterior, and she couldn't feel it at all. But you had felt it the day before. It had been posterior, but you were able to find it and pull it forward, and it actually had like stretched open pretty good. And so that we were like, okay, stuff might be happening. So we decide to start like stimming. So we do like several hours of like stimming and then we're like, you know what? She by this point, she had been having on and off contractions for like three nights now. Mm. Um, so she was ridiculously tired. Yeah, is that when she was like the really out of it tired? Not quite yet, but to this point, like she was to the point where most people are like, No, I cannot yeah. do this anymore. Um, so we were like, all right, let's stim, let's do this, let's do exercises, let's try this. So we did that for like a few hours and then Kim came and checked her again. And it was like this magical dose of energy because Kim goes to check her and she's like, oh my God. Here we are. Your cervix is right here. You have to say it in your voice. You did it. I don't know. I was just like, okay, your cervix is right here, front and center, touching your baby's head. You're halfway done. Moving forward. Yeah. You, We're doing it. You said it. she was like six to seven at that point. Yeah. It was It was magical. The baby had moved down to like plus well, five, one. Five, to, five stretch to seven. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, fantastic. Baby's going to be here in like a couple hours. Yep. I didn't say oh that out loud. God, I was going to say I didn't Kim say that hates. out loud. I would never say that out loud, but that's what I was what thinking. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like, okay, fantastic. Yeah. We've made progress moving on. Yeah. So then we did some, we did more hours of labor. And then the next time you checked her, there was even more progress. I think she had gotten up to an eight. Baby yeah. was at plus one. Honestly, I could stretch her to nine. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Baby's coming. It's happening. So it's, it's just happening like slow. Right now. It was just, yes. it was like so frustrating. Yep. Because and contractions like, were still super irregular. So like, it reminded me of the Thanksgiving debacle that we had where mm-hmm. it was like this beautiful, slow progress. Mm-hmm. And she was just as spirited. Like she didn't care how hard she was working. She never complained. She just did it. And mm-hmm. I thought, okay, so it could be another 10 hours, but we're going to have a baby. And it's going to be fine. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. It was also hard because like you had two different clocks going. So like you had like her ROM clock from her water breaking. But then you also had like the clock going of like when her labor started. And like obviously it wasn't textbook. And it was like slow and steady. But it was like really hard to see those two clocks like closing in on each other. Yes. Because, I was like, having an inward panic because this was the first time that I've ever actually utilized the 96 hour protocol Mm -hmm. and we were talking to several people and including the the backup physician that we have is like we do not offer antibiotics until 96 hours this is normal Mm -hmm. and then um in the labor and delivery ward like we're up in northern virginia they're like no why would you do antibiotics now like we don't even offer it until 96 hours you just you you can go 100 hours with prom like mm-hmm. it's totally fine baby will be fine and i'm in my mind i'm like panic this is not it's normal. also it's just such a big shift from like what 24 hours which is what to. i'm used to yeah but the baby was totally fine this kid was fine and she was fine so i kept texting like oh my god i'm freaking out on the inside because i'm not used to this but also it's just because of me like that's not their problem but and you then, did a good job grounding yourself in that you'd have to like talk yourself down but you did it multiple times but then there was also the clock of that she was so freaking exhausted. So yeah. exhausted. Like, so exhausted. It was ridiculous. Never like, complained, though. She would no. just smile. And the smile said, I'm literally going to die. No, at one point, she started to get kind of, like, 
goofy goofy like drunk goofy and i was like how is she still going because most people at that point are like tapping out like done not doing it anymore no Mm -hmm. um at that point you're like concerned about whether or not you're protecting like the quality of their birth experience yeah and so we had talked about transfer like quite a few times but every time progress kept being made it was like okay still progress gonna keep going so after that last check where she was like that we're like all right let's see if we can get from the eight to nine to complete and see if we can get this baby out. So we did some more stimming, more stimming. But at that point, she got so, so tired. And even with stimming, her contractions, like, were falling off. And so, like, at one point, Kim walked in and she had a breast pump on. And she was, like, literally just, like, sleeping through a breast pump. And her contractions were still only coming. And I was like, nope. Like, they were only still coming every, like, five minutes, yeah. maybe. Well, you checked her again, too, right? right? So well, we did it for yet. a while. Oh, okay. And so the next time we finally checked her was when it's like, something has to happen. Like, we can't keep going this way. Like, she is so tired. And so we checked her again, and she had regressed, right? Mm -hmm. So she had gone back down. The baby had moved up a little bit. Her cervix was feeling slightly swelly. So then we talked to her about transferring again. And she still was, like, very hesitant to transfer. And so they asked if they could try and sleep again at the office, which they had already tried to do that, and it didn't work. And so we were like, you totally can, but last time it didn't work. And so she's like, no, we want to try and sleep here some more. And so we all leave the room. She did not sleep again. But she did not decide to go transfer until midnight. And so Which is the worst. (laughs) Like, it's just such a, like, like... You get why they want to be hesitant, right? But, like, in terms of, like, flow of labor and, like, timing, it's just, like, such an unfortunate But time. I'm glad she did because they literally did everything. Yeah. yeah. And by the time she finally said, I think this is our only option, mm-hmm. her contractions had, like, almost stopped. practically stopped. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, and I, I had said that throughout the day. I was like, if we transfer her, I want it to be because she tapped out, right. not because we tapped out. Because we talk about that, like, in our birth trauma episode, like, even if your birth doesn't go exactly the way you want it to, like, if you know that you've done everything you can and you're proud of yourself for that, that goes a really long way in shaping how you perceive your birth. So here is the thing, and I'm going to say 15 years of birth work, I don't think I have ever seen someone be this tired and work this hard and still keep going. Because most of my clients, when we get to that point where she was at if she was not beyond that it's like all right we're going to the hospital we're getting an epidural we're gonna sleep mm-hmm. no she didn't want that Mm-mm. she decided she was gonna go to the hospital and just get pitocin and not get an epidural when you told me that i was like what the heck? i couldn't believe it i was like she's like she's like superwoman yeah. like what is happening yeah. it just kept going yeah and so actually it turned out i go to transfer with them to the hospital We walk in, and this was the most ridiculous thing in the world, um, because they had recently changed their policy back to that I could go in again. There was a Mm two-support person rule. We get into the waiting room. It's like midnight, and they're like, so I'm sure you don't realize this, but as of 8 p.m. last night, we changed back to the one-person rule. Can you imagine? Bullshit. Yeah. Also, what would have happened if y'all had transferred sooner? Then I would have been able to go back with Or it's like, oh, we changed the policy at 6 p.m. tonight. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's such bullshit. I'm so... Like, if we got there at 7.58, I could have gone. If we get there at... 8.02. I can't. And so I just had to say goodbye at the door. But they kept me updated. She did go on... She went and got Pitocin. 
she her cervix had regressed all the way to a four by the Ooh, time she got yeah. checked. Which I did Which tell her would happen. She was stra- you yeah. you stretched I mean, her, her, her cervix was numbers. swelling. I yeah. knew that would happen. So I was yeah. like, by the time you get there, it's going to be even less than six. Yeah. So. But despite how tired she was, she continued. She got Pitocin. She labored until 9 a.m. without an epidural. I and can't even imagine it. And no. by that time, I, I think she said no. she had gotten a six centimeters. And then they finally were like, she needs some sleep. So they got an epidural and they slept a little bit. She ended up pushing out her baby and having a vaginal birth at like three in the afternoon. Unbelievable. And I don't know. I don't know how she kept going. Like, I don't know. I don't I, know how. I was literally so tired walking across the bridge to the maternity ward that I wanted to cry. And she kept going. Another for, nine hours. Yes. And she had been awake the days previously laboring. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know oh, how no. she I, survived. It makes like, does she not sleep? Often, anyways, like, she makes me wonder is this just like birth more hormones of a woman than we are? Just, like, so badass. So badass? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't even know. So, the interesting thing about that was that somehow the universe foretold that we were going to have a well, transfer for prom because I said I had never transferred for prom. Then we talked about how they never believe me when a cervix regresses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we talked about how typically they will get an epidural, sleep, and then have a vaginal birth. That happened. No, no, no. The opposite of that happened. We were like, no, this but is- when she did get an epidural. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, fuck it. Like, well, one day. The universe dropped a million dollars into my lap. Yeah. So that that could possibly happen. It's never happened before. But I'm just saying, hey, never in history has the universe allowed a million dollars to drop into my lap. So I just want to point that out. Let's there. just change our new logo to never say never. Because last time I said no one's ever invited us to record in the Bahamas. And then someone did. Mm, which, yeah. By the way. And no one's ever oh, recorded us to record in Dublin either. Yes. OK. We, well, we do plan on coming to the Bahamas to record. Court, yes. But right now, with COVID and all their stupid restrictions, we cannot do that. But before we go to break, because it's almost time to go to break, I wanted to do a shout out because I've been keeping track of our stats um, this past couple weeks. And never before have we really had listeners in Dublin, Ireland. And here and they then are. all of a sudden mm-hmm. in the past mm-hmm. couple weeks, Dublin, Ireland has been our top love it. Top listeners. Listen, I've always wanted to do a pub crawl across yes. Ireland. I need one of you to write in. Yes. One of you needs to please. Some of our listeners from Dublin, please let write in. Right let in. us know. We Someone will come invite visit us you. To come We're coming to visit. Or just c- tell us all the fun places to go. No. No, no, no. Also, we want to come stay with you. I had also Kim just wants you to like sing her to sleep. Someone at night. write an email and you can say whatever you want to me. It could be as yeah. mean as you want. As long as it's an Irish accent, I don't care what it is. I'll do your dishes, I'll do your laundry, just talk to me. I don't care. So I actually have been to Ireland several times in my life. I have not. (laughs) But um, fun story is is that oysters are like. I knew you were going to talk about the oysters. One of my favorite foods in the whole world. That's true. They are. But I had my first oyster ever in Ireland. Oh, no wonder it was like the best oyster you've ever had. It was your first one. No, it's not because it was the first one. Hey, usually the first one is not the best. That's true. But. I can confirm. There was something about. (laughs) I think we all can. Yes. There was something about these Irish oysters and I started dreaming about them and I swear I've had oysters all over the world since then and that was like in 2016 I think and She's I She's an oyster connoisseur. I've never, just so you know. 
I know, but I've had a lot. God, of fr- that seems so long ago. Though. I've had a lot of freaking oysters since then, <laughs> and I've never recreated the Irish oyster experience. So I would love to go back to Ireland. I keep thinking Irish oysters, oyster, something like Rocky Mountain oysters, yeah. <laughs> like something no. sketchy. Maybe I would like an Irish oyster. You probably. I would. bet you would. I bet you would like an Irish oyster, <laughs> especially if they're talking to you. I bet I'd like an Irish oyster. <laughs> Could they say "eat me, bitch"? <laughs> and I'd be like, "Yes, I will." And then I'll just like suck it right down. Put your zinc in my mouth. <laughs> no, you gotta That's say true, with- honestly. Like we just need to go after we drink for hangover cures. Yes. If nothing else, just deal with it for that. Exactly. I'm not gonna eat it. I-, I will try it. If we go to Ireland, I'll try an oyster there. But I'm not gonna. Oh, like well, it. we're going to Ireland, Done. so perfect. All right. Perfect. I was supposed to go with Holly and um, Carly, but it did not work out. Maybe one day. We have to watch the COVID restrictions. But it's time for us to go to our break. When we come back, we have a new Patreon to say hi to and or patron or whatever we call them nowadays. And um, we also have a couple more stories of very interesting births that we've been to recently. So let's go to break. Go to break. Cue the music. Oh, yeah. So our sponsor for today's episode is once again, our Teespring shop. Do you love cute shirts with birthy sayings on them? Do you love our logo? Would you love to have a mug or a bag with our logo on it? Well, if you like any of those things, then our Teespring shop is the place for you. Um, We will put a link to it in our posts on social media, um, but it's the Wine About Birth Teespring. So check out our Teespring shop and um, enjoy the rest of the podcast. Cheers. Welcome back from that delightful break. So delightful. So I want to start out by saying that my friends wanted to show me that they appreciated me today. Yeah, we did because we appreciate you every day. And I just want to say, <laughs> I actually almost cried a little bit. You, you did. Almost, you teared you, up. You got a little verklempt. You were like, oh my God, I'm so verklempt. <laughs> and then you didn't cry after that. Because I've never heard you do that. Always. Oh, I got a lot of those. She does that a lot. <laughs> She's like, so they wanted to get me a cake, but they know I don't like cake. But Jess hates cake. <laughs> She's very easy. She's very hard to buy for but so, she does like the meats. She likes to make cakes. So they wrapped a <laughs> wheel of brie in prosciutto ham and put olives on they top. Did that. Yeah. And it's by not- we, she means <laughs> Meredith. Yeah, so because like, Kim has just been working and had nothing to do with that. You love. worked until her baby. I did not. I made pie and meat cake today. That's all I've done. You presented a meat cake. I know. I don't think I've ever it's felt so seen. As- I've never felt so seen in my and entire all the life. Understood. Why don't you get cake? And we're like, shut up. Up. your mom wanted yeah. meat cake i i was so impressed with that i was like meredith you're the most amazing <laughs> thoughtful human being no, in the you, world okay, your initial reaction was girl that looks like shit well, that's fucking disgusting <laughs> who the hell is gonna eat that because i wanted to put olives on top so i had this like green so gross. image of like beautiful green olives on this Ew. like pretty little the, cake and it was not cute like the prosciutto did not smooth out well so disgusting and i only had no. palmatas that so was like a, just a lot of brown it was a very brown cake it was the most beautiful thing i've ever seen yeah, and so i disgusting. was like the people i love the most understand me so much i didn't even have a birthday candle so we had to light just a regular so candle we lit, <laughs> we lit a giant vanilla scented home candle <laughs> 
I love how Jess is like, they care about me so much. I'm like, let me just tell you all the reasons why this yeah. was really lame. But where do you find time to do that? <laughs> While my pie was baking. Oh my God. And she made an apple pie with her bonus kid. And Penny, I'm like, what? what Penny are they made doing? a bomb ass apple pie. So Except ridiculous. we were making it and we both like looked at each other and we're like, hmm, there's no butter in this pie that can't <gasps> be right and no. so penny was like let's put butter in it so she just starts like fisting butter <laughs> into this pie and i was I like support whatever that. her baking always turns out better than mine you can't so. go wrong with that just yeah, yeah, no. butter. We'll there's supposed to be a lot of butter in apple pie yeah she just like was like some for pie some for me like taking little bits <laughs> and putting it in her mouth so we actually have two more birth stories to cover. We have things to talk um, about today. So I want to talk about the birth story that me and Meredith talked about it a little bit in our last episode. Um, the more I think about this birth, the more it's like one of my favorites ever. I think that this might have been one of my favorite births ever. Yeah. And so I was the birth assistant, not the doula for this birth. Mm-hmm. And I have I had met her a couple times, but I don't know. I don't see birth assistant clients as much as I see my doula clients so I don't get as much of a relationship yeah and this family I love this family like I did their first birth with them um and they had this crazy face presentation so it was like a whole journey and a transfer but it was just like we were super bonded after that experience and I actually missed their second one which was really hard but I also missed their second one yeah that's true we all missed it so yeah third baby came around and like I've just really loved my care with them like we just hang out like these are my I think I said in the last episode like if I need to like murder somebody besides you guys well not wait that sounds weird wait, hold <laughs> on wait, wait to take I, what I was trying to say what is if I needed to murder someone I ate some of that meat pie am <laughs> yeah, I gonna die <laughs> you guys I ate some too so that's fine jeez <laughs> What? <laughs> but I was gonna say, besides you guys, Is if I had to I've call somebody if I murdered some cane powder <laughs> yes. for the last ten years. And my plan's coming through fruition. <laughs> <laughs> I found the person I want to murder. Go um, ahead. Then you'll be all alone. With no one but Terrence to keep you happy forever. He makes me happy, but you guys, he knows. Not as happy as we do. He gets it. He's poor man is sitting outside because he got kicked out of the house. So anyways, what I was trying to say is these are my people are my ride and die. Like I love them so much. So she goes and she like has really fast labor. So she starts having control. Her water breaks first this time, which of course you never know what's going to happen when that happens. So apparently she was just standing in her kitchen and it just pops and her husband like heard it in the other room. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And she was just like, Oh, did that just happen? And so they call me and originally our plan was if her water broke, I'm like just going. Right. Yeah. But of course this changes things a little bit because nothing else is happening. So I tell her to drink some wine and like rest for a bit. And I'll probably be there like in a couple hours when her labor starts. You told her to drink some wine. I would never. Grape juice. I told her to drink some grape juice. I would never tell someone to drink wine. I I tell people to drink wine all the time. So, um, yeah. No, wait. The drama was that her water broke and she couldn't get in touch with me. That's how it started. Listen. That's right. I was I on top wait. of the mountain in Front Royal where she lives. But I was on top of the mountain without service and her water broke and she tried to call me and couldn't get in touch with me. That's right. And, and I was at the brewery. Yep. And Kim called me. And so then we called Terrence. 
And then we found out because you were dropping off a placenta, mm-hmm. placenta pills. And so then we ended up trying to call the client whose placenta pills like you were dropping off. Thing. It was a whole thing. just left. And I was on my way to Tim's. Yeah. And so I finally like got in my car and got far enough down the road that I got service enough to see all these crazy frantic text messages and like eight missed phone calls from this poor client's husband. See, but we were super nervous because your phone had kept doing a thing that whole Oh yeah, it kept going on airplane mode. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we thought that might be happening. No, thank God it was not because I would have f- died. So anyways, that is how it started. It started off really frantically. So I like finally get in touch with them and i'm like i'm coming over because i just like needed them to know that it was gonna be okay so i like get to their house and they live like 10 minutes away so it was not a big deal and we like settle in we're, like everything's fine so i blow up their birth tub she's like got this crazy blink 182 playlist playing on her f- computer yeah. and i mean it is like blaringly loud to the point where like Super i can't loud. talk to them over it and i wasn't and there at this point you weren't there yet and but that was just her thing. She was like, it's distracting me. Like, I just need to keep listening to this music. Mm-hmm. And I was like, perfect. Like, I don't need to talk to you. Like, I'll just blow up your birth up. It was so loud. Like, it was louder than the pump for the air. No, oh my God, I very, love that. It was very loud. It was so loud. And so then I'm just like chilling. And like, she's laboring, but it's like not consistent at all. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get us pizza. Because her like one thing she really wanted was melting pot for her, oh, for her postpartum. postpartum. And I could just tell from the timing that it was going to be closed by the time she had her baby. So I was like, I'm going to get us melting pot. I'll stick it in your oven. And then I'll just like come back in a couple hours hoping I'll you're in labor. I'll stick it in your oven. Ew, don't be weird. I, I, will not, I won't do that. <laughs> I'm well, not gonna, it's already in the oven. I'm not gonna do <laughs> My that. job is to get it out of the oven. Um, oh. Keep going. <laughs> that made way. That made way. Oh my god! Made way more sense than what you had said. Okay. <laughs> like a bun in the oven. So my job as a midwife is to get the bun out of the oven, not put the bun in the oven. <laughs> so Very well, right. Nikki put some buns in ovens. Just saying, she's cool like that. I don't know what you're talking I, about. We're, we're right getting now. so lost right now. She does, she does insemination. Oh, oh gotcha. Cool. So she can put the bun in the oven and, and take it out. Yeah, that's, okay. she's, that's She's like efficient. WWND. I'm really, I'm making those shirts. I'm not even kidding. I oh, would totally wear do. a WWND yes. shirt. Anytime I have a question, I ask her. Yeah, she's yeah. phenomenal. I know. so anyways i'm like sitting at melting pot by myself eating dinner and it was delightful and then i'm just like you know what i'm gonna go home like nothing's really happening like i'm just gonna go to sleep for like two or three hours so i call them and i can tell they're like a little bummed but they understood why because their contractions were like every 15 to 20 minutes at that point so anyways i get a call three hours later as expected Mm -hmm. and i call jess oh yeah because he calls me and he's like yeah her contractions were like every 10 minutes and then they're every five minutes and now they're every two minutes and she's feeling pressure yep. and i was like because they're supposed to call me like every seven minutes or so so yeah. like within an hour this all happened at once and so i called jess and i'm like girl i'm like 45 minutes mm-hmm. away from their house like you're 25 minutes away like can you please get there i'm so sorry you might have to catch this baby called <laughs> it so we're f- I'm flying to these people's house and thankfully, you know, it was like I'm also flying to their yeah, house. It was just like a- midnight. There's nobody yeah. on the road. So which like we're cruising. So funny because I get almost all the way there and there's like the last turn off before we get there. And we pull up to it. You're from the opposite direction. And I was like, I was like, is that Meredith? I saw I knew it was you. I was like, I'm gonna cut this bitch and off then right she now. She like pulls right in front of me. <laughs> and I was like, I can't believe we did this at the exact same time. I have to say, I am a fast driver, but I don't think I've ever shaved twenty minutes off. 
off of it. Oh, you were driving. You were driving so fast because even me trying to keep up with you for like the last three miles, I was like, damn, this bitch is fast. I mean, I drive. I've driven that road so many times to get to their house. I feel like I could do it in my sleep. And these are like backcountry roads. These are not like it's not a highway. Yeah. So, so we roll up and the Blink-182 mix is still going strong. And it, it just was just like a was whole bunch of such a great mix. It was a whole bunch of 90s rock and roll. Yeah. And I walk in. I have never experienced a labor. And like I don't this. think I've given you a heads up at that point. No, I had never experienced a labor like this. So I walk in. There's rock and roll music blaring, which is like super, super fun because me and you are just like air rocking out to guitar mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're think- the mom's just doing her thing. So we're just like yeah. matching her energy. <laughs> we're thinking the baby's going to come really soon. So we're like rushing around, getting everything ready as fast as we can. But I've also never seen anyone labor the way she does. Yeah. So like, most I don't she think I is real- a freaking badass. Yeah, she really is. And I don't think I realized how other people would perceive her because I feel like I knew what to expect. But I look at you. You're sitting on the couch at one point and your eyes are huge. <laughs> like you're just like staring at her with your eyes wide open. And like I could tell it's like admiringly. Right. Yeah. Like it's such a positive way. But also you were just like, holy shit. Like, well, like, I want this to explain amazing and crazy at the same time. So I've been go- I've been attending births for 15 years and most people, they want like chill music or like nice music. But the majority of people, regardless what kind of music they like, because I've, you know, also done births where people labor to like rock and roll or like to rap or whatever. But she was the most intense laborer because, well, number one, she's like butt ass naked. Oh, yeah. And with her cute little like buns and she her labor hair these cute little buns she puts on her head and (laughs) so most people when they get a contraction they stop whatever they're doing and they they can't move and they just like sway or moan through their contraction yeah not her like she's literally power walking (laughs) yeah every contraction she would get she would power walk from her living room through her kitchen to her bedroom back to the living room she would just walk the whole contraction yeah and then and like fast walk really like, fast walk like she was like trying she was like walking faster than me and kim were at the end of our half marathon <laughs> listen my grandmother who pre who recently died was walking faster than we were walking <laughs> at the end of our half marathon let's just be honest so and I it's funny because like she's not running from her contractions like no, you can tell when people are no. doing that she's just like running through her contractions yes. And then other times she would just stop and she would just like stretch. Like I've never seen anybody. Yeah. Like she'd be like she'd leaning her sideways and crazy her hands ways. would be like all the way up in the air. And then the other one would go. All the- and, and she'd go into these like crazy like half splits where yes. like you were like, oh my gosh, if you fall. And meanwhile, like, I don't even know this, whole, happen. this whole thing is happening to 90s rock and roll. Oh yeah. Blaringly. I've never seen anything like it. Like it was just so just like powerful and intense and different and just like and she and, and I really admire because she started to get panicky and she knew she was going to because she did her last birth mm-hmm. and so at one point we were like you can change that script when you feel like you yeah, can't do she it kept being like i can't do this she like yelling it like i can't do this i can't yeah. do this and just actually like i'm trying to remember how i feel like you said it i said something like even when you feel like you can't do it you can say out loud that you can do it yeah and, so it, then may, I, and it changes how you feel so then i just started screaming at her like say you can do it and then and she so, was like, like I can't do it. 
like maybe we wouldn't have had to yell it at her but like the music was so loud she's literally just like across the house and i'm screaming say you can't do it <laughs> and then she started doing it on her own through every yeah. contraction she's like stretching and power walking she's going like, i can't I do, can do it okay for the record yeah. this is the one that i said if i had a team i would want her on my team yeah, yeah. and so then like she starts to feel pressure and she really wasn't thinking it was going to happen because we had checked her. She wanted to be checked and she was like five centimeters. Yeah. And we're trying to tell her. But like, you, we knew that was one of those situations yes, where it was like just going to melt away. It's going to so open fast. like a trap door. <laughs> Which is and it. yeah. And so she starts to she's like starts to say the baby's right there. And so at that point, she got down on the ground in like this crazy like squat. Like, yes. Yeah. Squat kneeling thing. position. Like at one point, like because she was running around the house so much. And we, we knew the baby was coming soon. So I was just so, following her around. So we were following her around with Chuck's pads. Like we were just chasing her around with the Chucks. And every time she'd stop, we'd put it underneath her. <laughs> and so like she finally like she gets down into this weird squat lunge thing. And she puts her arms around Meredith's neck. And she's just like squeezing her neck going, mm-hmm. I can do it. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I think the baby's coming. And so I put the Chucks between her legs that I'd been like chasing her with. And Meredith goes, I think you're going to have to catch this baby because I can't move. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I got and this. I, and I was so excited. Like, I don't think in the. I'm so sad I missed all of this. I, know. And uh. I, I was so excited because I love supporting women like that. Like, I don't get to do it. Right. Because I'm the midwife. Like, I have to catch the baby. But and like, I get to I, do that all the time. Right. And I love doing that with people. It's like such a cool connection to have. And especially with this couple. Like, I just love them so much. And so, like, in the moment, I was like ecstatic. Yeah. That I was like getting to just be with her in that moment. And it never even like crossed my mind. I was like, Jess has helped so many babies out into the world. Like, even if she hasn't like literally caught a baby, she has figuratively caught yeah. a million babies. Like, I have literally hundreds. No doubt in my mind. I'm that like halfway caught I didn't even, so many babies, but somebody swoops in at the last minute. I didn't so even I can't like claim it. I didn't even like cross my mind to think that it would be weird for you to catch the baby. It was just oh, like it, it made weird. so much sense. So it was such a cool moment. And so yeah, she kneels down, and I like bend down. I look, and I'm like, oh my god, yes, we're almost at a crown. And so, like, it and it went so fast. So it was, like, almost at a crown. I see the baby. She gives a push. I was, like, crown. And the interesting thing was that you're not near a clock. You're not near well, anything. Well, that was also one of the things I was going to share is, like, Jess literally did everything. Like, I didn't even think about time. I was, like, so in it with this mom in the moment that Jess caught the baby, kept the time, and wrote the time. Oh, <laughs> my God. You're making I up for all those cool. lame postpartum visit <laughs> things you had. All those horrible postpartum charting. So, but the baby came so smoothly. Like I was like, the, the head is out, and I like noted the time, and then I was like, and then the shoulder, and then everything else, the came shoulder out, like, immediately the started moment. to come. So like the baby just falls into my hands, and it was one of those great upright births. So I just like slid the baby through her legs and like put him on the floor. Yeah, and she's just like looking at her baby. She, I don't even think she really touched the baby no, for a while. And that's that's like which and, is really normal. And that was what I loved about it too, because it's been so long since I've gotten to see like the physiological upright birth Uh and the things moms do if nobody like disturbs them so it took her a while to like touch the baby do you remember what she did before she touched the baby i don't she called her sister that's right (laughs) the baby was between her legs 
yeah, babies are treating legs. I'm like drying the baby off. Baby's obviously Aww. fine, so they're just chilling. So I'm just yep. keeping the baby warm. And she's like, "Give me my phone. I'm calling my sister." And oh so my she gosh. did. She totally just called she's her like, sister. Was like, "I had the baby." And she talked for like 30 seconds and got off yeah, the phone. Yeah, it was so sweet. So That's then I got amazing. But then she she did all the things that we had watched in that birth about physiological upright birth, where it takes her a minute, and then you start to touch the baby, and then you start to do this, but it takes them a little while before they pick the baby up and like do the whole thing um but it was just like i don't know it was such a different kind of birth for me it was just so powerful and amazing and her postpartum went mm-hmm. great yeah super like smooth. super smoothly um yeah i don't know that was just like a really really special yeah. i love that and you, you got, got to, to catch, catch your baby i know i was like oh, you got to catch a baby. it was awesome it was perfect <laughs> it was perfect and yeah she's god she's such she's such a badass such a force yeah so that was like one of the most interesting births i've seen ever plus so smooth so cool so great so everything i had been like out talking to people that night because i was at the brewery that night um and they were like I was like, I think I have to go to a birth at any time. And so then they, they, the next day they asked me because I, they're like, Oh, did she have her baby? And I was like, yeah, she had her baby at like one thirty, And I hadn't gone there to like what? 10 30, 11 30. Yeah. And so they're like, wow, that was a fast one, which was great because there's been a lot lately where it's like, did she way. have her baby? It's like, nope. I'm still here, still here. 48 <laughs> hours later. No, it was perfect. Yeah. So, we have one more interesting birth story of the week, which is Kim's. Yeah. And there's, I mean, this is a I short love this story. This is a short birth story too, but it's just like, it just shows the spectrum of how different birth can be. The one I did today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the universe is currently in love with me. Yeah, it is. And I am in love with her. One. So it's fine. So glad. So glad. There's so a I little slept. bit of bitterness in Jess's voice when she said that. <laughs> I'm not paying attention to that. <laughs> She's like, I'm drinking I'm my wine. <laughs> the universe loves me too. I've had so many amazing moments lately. I know. I just feel like, so we had that really long non-birth transfer, beautiful birth together. Mm-hmm. And then I had, I was called to the mom. It was our fourth baby together. And I was like, so lucky to be there. And I was so grateful and then I went home and then I took my kids to a picnic and it was awesome. And then I slept all night until five o'clock and got called. But it was one of those births where I walked in and, the, and she was supposed to have a center birth, but she decided I'm not leaving my house. And I was like, yeah. probably a good decision. Good and she said, listen, three, this is her what? Sixth. Yeah. Yes. Sixth baby. And she goes, three things will happen. I will say, I'm going to throw up. I'm not going to throw up but I'm going to say it. Secondly, I'll say, I feel like I have to poop. I don't have to poop, but I'm going to say it. (laughs) And then third, I'll say, I can't do this. In which point the baby will come out. And I was like, thank you. That's so, thank you for the playbook. And there wasn't much happening at that point. Oh no. Chit chatting. Didn't you say like, cause you called Katie in and Katie was like, oh my my gosh. Well, she looked at me with that face. Mm -hmm. Like if this isn't it, I'm going to punch you in your throat. Yeah. But she didn't. Of course, she would never do that. So eh, I wouldn't test her too much. I know. I wouldn't. <laughs> She's tried to kick me before. 
And but the last time she tried to kick too. me, she was pregnant, so it did not work out <laughs> in her advantage. I don't know, girl. Her range did not look any slowed by that belly. If she didn't kick either of us at the long, long birth we were at together the other yeah. day, I think we're safe. I think we're safe. Yeah. So I was like, okay, good to know. Noted. We're going to go downstairs. We're going to have some coffee. Call me back up if you need something. So we did. Because remember, at this point, Kim had only had 24-hour-old coffee that later gave her horrific shits. Horrific. <laughs> so this was the birth that led to the food, the food line, line fiasco. The food line fiasco. It all fiasco. comes around. It all comes around. So so we were downstairs, and I, I have OCD. So, of course, I'm like, you know, let me, let me sit here and type everything I can think of, everything that's happening. Oh, that sounds nice. I know. One day Jess will learn how to do this. No, she won't. Who are you shitting? She will. Before you finish this story, I have to stop you and say that at that birth that we just told the story of, how good was my postpartum game? You were on point with your postpartum game. I don't think we charted anything in the computer. But did you? No, No, I've never done computer charting. Because what? So what I did was I looked. And I said, oh, my God. I think she was so pregnant the next morning. What? I said, oh, my OMG. I'm not talking about that, though. What happened last night? And you all said, beautiful birth. And I said, oh, I never know it, given the lack of charting. (laughs) I did chart. for creeping on our chart. I did chart, but I do it on paper and. Yeah, and I then mean, I have so, to spend the whole next day. Okay, writing I'm gonna it in. learn that. I'm gonna listen. Learn it's, I'm working on. It. <laughs> so but, listen, but how good was your postpartum game? I did you the did, laundry. She did, she did I was taking out trash. Yeah, she, I wiped down the pool. I took it down. It. I if did only, all of it. If only there were proof of that on on the online I'm chart. Proof of that? Oh no, that's not on the chart. <laughs> I, I will the, put on the next chart that Jess did all of the I work. cleaned the shit out of that house. Honestly, she could have done what the hell she wants. She caught that baby, noted times, and wrote them down. She could have done whatever Let she wanted Let the record be stated that I, I cleaned the shit out of that house. Post part. And the whole time. Let the record show what the online chart does, <laughs> does not. not. But the whole time, I was like, I was like wiping down the tub with like Clorox wipes. And I was like, yeah fuck you kim that's right i just said the f word <gasps> like you did i, I was like i was like doing laundry i was like you, <laughs> look at this wait look hold this, on kim. so that wasn't like love suck for it. me and suck it's it, like kim. our practice that was like fuck it kim <laughs> yeah okay you can like you, can you piss her off like that more often i was like so suck that my proverbial again. dick as i put like clorox in the washing machine you're like oh it's like a clorox <laughs> dick clorox <laughs> Well, that explains why they're washing machine broke. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. No. <laughs> I, this might be my favorite thing that's ever happened on the podcast. This is so exciting. The Clorox pen, like penis gestures. Are really she's like, gay. she's like doing the jerk shoot off motion. <laughs> Fuck you, Kim. <laughs> this washing machine is so clean. <laughs> I've never even had to look at Clorox ever the same again. No. It is like little sperm. It just like it's everywhere. Like, God forbid you wear a piece of clothing you like when you're putting bleach on something. So that was just an aside. Continue your story. So so the point to that was if you make fun of or put pressure on someone long enough, they will step up mm-hmm. their game. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. So so you're uh, you're welcome. Of Kim Haynes. Now so, you know wait, what you have what to look you forward sing to. To me, this earlier in the you're welcome. All I can say, except you're, you're welcome, welcome for that horrendously large truth bomb. <laughs> you're welcome. 
Now I'm going to become an online charting aficionado. <laughs> yes. Don't believe it. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> Me too. Hate online charting. Wait, yeah. I'll believe I it love when it. I see it. I don't think Jess is ever going to do it. She's never going to do it. She's never going to do it. I was a nurse. At a pra- I was a no, I was a nurse at a doctor's office who had paper charting for several years. And I've girl, that was ugh. like 15 years. That ago. was like 40 years ago. It's my comfort zone. I wasn't even born then. <laughs> I, that was the most nine thing you've ever said. My comfort zone was 40 years ago. <laughs> All right, finish your first story. <laughs> evolution, what's that? I can't. I'm like, I don't believe in evolution. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Tell your first story. <laughs> I'm trying, but I'm laughing too hard. It's so hard. Oh. Okay. So she, she told she told Katie and I what would happen. And I was like, okay. So we went downstairs. We had some coffee. We like did her her chart, her online her chart, online charting. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then her husband came down and said, "Well, no, we went up." And I said. If you need us, we'll be sitting outside your door. We don't want to stare at you. It's weird. So he peeks out and he goes, she says, it's time for you to come in. And I was like, check. <laughs> okay. So she goes, oh, this is, I just, oh, I feel like I have to poop, but I just don't. I'm like, two. Because she had already said the first one. Yeah, you so missed we just, that one. Right. So we just sat there. I charted. We listened. Wait, and- you have to say what you said to her. And then she's like, what? That was my favorite part. Wait, which part? That she didn't like, you were like. So first she was like. No, that was the third time, I think. Oh, The first time she was like, I have to throw up. And you were like, number one. Yeah, that's one. That's one. And I kept holding my hand up. One, everyone. There was only three of us in the room, but as though there were 400, I was like, that's one, everyone. That's one. And then she goes, I just, oh, I feel like I have to poop, but I don't. I was like, two. That's two. Number two. You said number two, and it's number two. <laughs> and she was like, Poop, number two. Just looked at me, and they kept on going. And then she goes, and he said, it's time to come in. So we went in, and then she goes, I can't do it, Kimberly. I just can't. I said, three? That's number three? That's three. She goes, what? And I was like, oh, my God. You don't even, you don't, listen. You're she so totally in it. You don't remember. That's, you don't even, you don't even remember your, it's number you, three. You said you can't do it. That means you can do it. And your baby's going to fall out. And you're going to do it. Two, and you're pushing this kid out. And she was like, okay. And then she did. And the baby just it came just, out. She just did it. And her, you said her theta waves were just like, wah, oh, wah, my gosh. Wah, wah, so wah, wah, wah. I love the theta waves. I'm very, I'm in it. Yeah. I feel it. She leaned back. She was holding her headboard. And so I closed my eyes and I was like, let me get some of these theta waves because they make me high as a kite. So we're just like back and forth. She's like pumping out theta waves. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And we're just like, oh, I felt it. You're really like feeling it right now. I can I, see I, it. I'm feeling it again. Oh, and so then I peek my eye open. I look at Katie and she's like, doopy doo. She's just, I don't know. I have caught her feeling the theta waves before. She was not feeling them this time. She yeah. was just looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you swaying? Why that? are you looking like that? And I was, I know I could feel myself like kind of like stepping back and forth you know like when you put your hand up in the air when you're feeling it you're like put your hands in the air yeah like you just don't care and I was like oh my god I'm feeling it right now this baby's about to come out because I was about to say why don't I check you to make sure the baby is coming but then all of a sudden I got this like this just like surge of theta waves surge of theta waves and I was like oh my god I'm feeling it right now I'm feeling it. A baby is coming. It's coming. I'm not going to offer. And then I look I, like I open Like I was out of it yeah. for a second. 
And then I was like, oh, open your eyes before you pass out. So I opened my eyes and I looked over at Katie and she's looking at me like, what are you doing, you asshole? Yeah, Katie she, doesn't get into the theta. She waves. does not get into the theta. And I was like, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it right now. And I looked at her and she's feeling it. We're feeling it. All three of us were just feeling it. Me, her, him. Mm, and then she pushed and the baby started coming. I was like, that's it. That's why I didn't check her. Mm, yeah, I'm glad you did not. I know. I had but wine. isn't it so interesting how some people can have that? Yeah. And just like. Yes. We can have these births that just go on and on and on yes. and on. And then there's other people going to be like, I'm going to do this. I have three, and I'm gonna I do have this, three rules. And I'm going to do this. And the baby's going to come out. And no and, one. And it did. And it did come out. And no out. one. You can't even tell if the baby's going to come no, out. No, but it's I just felt that, it. It was yeah. coming. A hundred percent. The baby. Yes. Don't look at me like that. I it's love weird. drunk kids. So I am way too Listen, much. Listen, I love her. I haven't so had much. I haven't had a drink in like you just start making three really, weeks. You start making really intense eye contact. I'm just saying, I felt it. <laughs> it was happening. Who what am I making? I, what did you feel again? The theta waves. <laughs> Shut up, Meredith. God bless those theta waves. God, God bless, bless the USA. And God bless Jess's postpartum cleanup game. Yeah, yes. Yeah, well, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. And her future charting game. I'm like Chuck when it comes to religion. I don't believe it until I see it. So until I see her work. Then, then you have to worship her after that. That's fine. I will. Build a stained glass I feel like I worship her. both of you no matter what. That's so. true. That's I true. worship you guys. I made you a meat cake. I definitely worship you. Oh, <laughs> you made me a meat cake. It's the nicest thing anyone's ever done. It's the nicest thing anyone's ever done. Now you're me. just being inappropriate. All right. We're starting to get weird. Because your butt's hot. We're starting to spiral. Yeah. We're having fun. We're, gonna go drink we're drinking too fun. much wine. So those were some of the most interesting births There's that no we've such had. Thing is too much. Number one, the first birth was interesting because we no, called. We, we have to recap no, it? Yeah, we're going to recap and that mom because is, is a freaking badass. She was a freaking badass, yeah. but also... I don't know how she did it. She's a superhero. But also, we called it in our podcast, and it happened. The number two was awesome, because I've literally never seen anyone labor to 90s rock and roll as and intensely as her. Briefly mm -hmm. mentioned number three, my fourth for that family... That mom is a damn birth goddess. I don't even yeah. care. Yeah. yeah. She she's can't got it down to it. three three she's, rules. She's got, No, that's not her. Oh, sorry. Who are you talking about? Which one? I can't, oh. give, her I can't also, give her name. Also, it was interesting because I caught my first baby and I had a really great postpartum cleanup job. And then number so. four, amazing this morning. Yeah. So all you moms out there, like, God, you guys are awesome. No matter what happens what in you're your birth, doing. you guys are freaking badasses. This is why we love what we do. And, and cheers. cheers. Oh, they're all plastic. Plastic cups. All plastic. <laughs>